You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Extension Hour, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. This is all about our people, our programs, our partnerships. Um, we love being here every Friday, 1 to 2 p.m., and we um, talk about a lot of things that are going on in Extension. And we also have lots of guests that we highlight to um, to to promote the things that we're doing and, and to share with our partnerships and that kind of thing. So um, I, throughout the show, I'll tell you a little bit about the things that are going on. Uh, one of the things that we have is the Texas Community Futures Forum. Um, but wait, you know what? Before I get into that, I need to talk about who's in the in the studio with us today. So this is like the Justin and Joe show. Because there you go. we got Justin Signs and Joe Pickens. And um, so I would call you guys the new kids on the block, but I think that name's already taken. But you are the new kids on the block, right? In the extension office. Um, Justin, you've been with us since August. Since August, about seven months now. Yeah. Well, tell us about yourself. Well, like Amy said, my name is Justin Signs. I'm been with the agency for four and a half years now. I started out in Fort Bend County as a forage and youth development agent, and I transferred over here to Montgomery County as the urban and youth agent. Yeah, so we are glad to have you here with us. And then, Joe, you started, what was your first date? January the 14th. And you're serving as our 4-H program assistant. Yes, ma'am. So tell us a little bit about you. I have been working in schools um, around the Houston area, but are now able to focus on those that are in Montgomery County. So I'm happy to join the 4-H team here and to work a little more on taking our curriculum that we have available and making it more accessible. Okay, great. We are really glad to have you. So speaking of the curriculum and the programs and the things that we do, um, I kind of got ahead of myself because I wanted to talk about the Texas Community Futures Forum because that's one of the things that we do. So it's a strategic planning process. And this is actually, you, did you do TCFF in Fort Bend County? Yes, back in... <laughs> 14, yep. I think, 15. Yeah, we do it every five years. So we did it in uh, 14 to prepare. So it was 15 through um, 20. And so 20 through 25, we'll start a new one. So 20, wow, that sounds crazy, right? 20, 25. So um, it sounds like a long time in the future, but um, it's part of what we, strategic planning. You've got to know where you're going or you won't get where you need to be. So it's kind of like a mapping of uh, our programs and where we're going to go, um, what what kinds of things are important. So actually the question that's asked is, in the next three to five years, what are the issues facing Montgomery County? And we'll focus specifically on Montgomery County because obviously that's where we're at, that's where we're working. And so we want to make sure that the things that we're doing in Montgomery County fit the needs of Montgomery County. So things in Fort Bend County where Justin came from may be a little, little different. Some of the things may be very similar, but um, also very different. So it's um, every extension program is really ta tailored to that um, county and the needs that are there. So that's one of the ways we do that is through um, TCFF. Okay, so I also want to tell you about some other things that are going on. And um, we're, we're going to focus a lot on the 4-H program because you guys are here. Like, we're going to get the firsthand knowledge of it. Um, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about the ag programs that are coming up. So we've mentioned this a few times, but just uh, make sure you've got it on your calendar. If it's something that you're interested in, the Soil and Forage Analysis and Fertility Program um, that will be on Thursday, February 28th. So that's actually next week, 6 p.m. at the Extension Office. Um, then the Private Pesticide Applicator Training is going to come up on Tuesday, April 2nd, um, to, at 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Again, that's going to be at the Extension Office. And then the Freeze Branding Clinic for Horses will be Tuesday, May 21st. So there's a little bit of time before that. That's going to be at the Fair Park Expo. But I mentioned those couple of things are going to go on at the Extension Office. The Extension Office is at 9020 Airport Road, right across the street from the Lone Star Convention Center. And uh, we were just talking before we went on how we have several phone numbers that we use, but 936-539-7825 is one of them. And that'll get you to, um, we have like this menu system, so you can pick who you need to talk to. Um, so for the ag programs, it's Brandon Grexon or it is um, April Fagan. So, um, but if you were calling the 4-H office, then you might ask for Michelle Mahalik or Jennifer Dirks or Justin Sines or Joe Pickens. Or any of them. Actually, we can we uh, hopefully communicate well enough that we can tell everybody what's going on or, or get you to the right person to get the information that you need. In fact, at one point we were talking about, um, or we can use this tagline, the place to go when you need to know. So we do have lots and lots of information about lots and things. So what are you guys excited about that's coming up? 
So probably one of the biggest things that we we have coming up is actually going to be happening next weekend. It's going to be the Texas Wildlife and Woodlands Expo. I'm going to kind of hand that over a little bit to Joe, and she's going to mention a little bit about what the Wildlife Woodlands Expo is. But um, from the extension side, our office has had a partnership with the Wildlife and Woodlands Expo, um, being a part of the steering committee. So we attend committee meetings throughout the year to plan the event. So we will definitely have a booth there on campus where we will have information on 4-H um, for the, the kids that are attending. It is a free event for the youth to attend, but I'm going to hand it over to Joe. The times on that are 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and it's taking place at Lone Star College in Montgomery, which is actually in the Woodlands. And there's going to be all sorts of activities, hands-on things where the public can come and ask the experts um, if they have questions, kind of hopefully find a person that will be specific knowledge um, based on their questions. And then there's activities, lots of hands-on. All of the booths from different organizations will offer kids the chance to do things like um, enjoy kayaking kayaking or archery. Um, they'll, they'll play a, a game with ducks uh, and a hand pump moving ducks down the way. Um, that's a, a conservation of water kind of activity. There'll be um, catfish on site and lots of um, other fun things. There'll be um, Friends of Texas Wildlife will be there with some live animals. Um, they are taking care of or rehabbing animals and sometimes permanently have to home animals that can't be re-released into the wild because they aren't able to take care of themselves anymore. And so they do things like this as public outreach to kind of educate the public. Um, but there's, again, all sorts of things. They're inviting um, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts to come and see if they can pursue some of their badges on that day nice. um, to further their education. Um, you name it, there's a little bit of everything for everyone, and it's very accessible being there in the woodlands, kind of centrally located. Yeah. Okay, so what day is this? It's going to be March 2nd uh, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. there at the Lone Star College there in the woodlands. But one thing we're super excited about this year that most folks might not know about is it's Smokey's birthday, and it's a very special birthday. Smokey. Smokey the Bear? Smokey okay. the Bear, yes. So Smokey the Bear will be on hand on Saturday, and he's turning 75 years. Oh, wow. Yes, this year. So we have a celebration lined out for Smokey. You have a birthday cake? We're not going to have a birthday cake, <laughs> but we are going to have cupcakes. Oh, nice. Smokey the Bear cupcakes, and those are going to be, I believe, provided by the culinary students from Conroe High School are going to be preparing somewhere about a thousand cupcakes. So we'll have cupcakes um, and there's going to be food out there, but mainly there's going to be an opportunity for the kids to actually come and meet Smokey the Bear and help him celebrate his 75th birthday. <laughs> bring him birthday presents? You don't have to bring presents. No you, presents. Just but... your presents will be the present. So yes. the whole family's invited, right? So um, if kids are, are more than welcome, it's a very kid-friendly yes. environment. Is there any charge for it? It is completely free to attend. Awesome. And uh, so you, we mentioned the Lone Star College campus, um, the Montgomery campus. Uh, it's called Lone Star College Montgomery, but it's actually in the Woodlands. Um, so that gets a little confusing, I know. Uh, but it's, uh, right, it's right there on Located two, 242. Located on 242. Yeah, what is it, like 3200, 242? So what, because um, it, it is kind of, it's a bigger campus than, um, you know, than maybe you would expect at first. Because um, there's a few different entrances. So what part of the campus is it going to be on? Fairly central, and there'll be signs posted on that day. Just take one of the main entrances, and then the signs will kind of direct you around to where you need to park, and then a little bit of a walk. There is um, an on-site parking garage, and I know they'll be able to park in the garage that day, and also there's ground parking. Okay, so it'll be easy to find your way around, lots yes, of signage, and yes, um, you won't be too lost. No. So starting, at, you said at 9 a.m.? 10 a.m. 10 a.m., okay. 10 till? 4 p.m. 4, so it's kind of, it's a come and go. Lots of activities that'll be going on. Um, so, Joe, you mentioned kayaking. Are, we're actually going to get in kayaks and they have some a, water? And yes, ma'am. They have a pool on site, and someone will bring the kayaks and actually have the kids will have the opportunity to kind of, I'm guessing, a lot of them try it for the first time and just oh, kind nice. of see how it is, get a feel for it. So, um, as you mentioned, uh, Extension has been partnering for several years on, on this because um, it's, it's a, a community event. So, it takes a lot of partners to make this happen. It's not just, um, so, but who, who kind of heads it up to begin with? The uh, Lone Star Community College is, uh, it started out as their spring festival, and they've partnered with the Texas Forest Service to kind of, along with the Montgomery County Beautification Association, to kind of make this grand uh, wildlife and woodlands expo. So it's a component of three, 
organizations coming together. Like I said, the Lone Star College, the Texas Forest Service, and Montgomery County Fair Beautification Association. Oh, well, great. So, and um, I, we mentioned you guys are kind of newbies, but how do you have any idea how long this has been going on? For several years, right? It's been about 16 years strong now. Oh, wow. They've been holding this event. Okay, so why would a family want to come out um, to the expo? It's free. It's a <laughs> chance to experience a broad range of things that otherwise you'd have to, you know, take the time to go to each individual type of activity. So that way you can kind of get the full spiel, see what your kids might be most interested in, find out things that you never thought they might have been interested in that you got to experience. And hey, now you know that they have an interest there. You didn't invest anything to find that information out. But it's very kid-friendly, family-friendly, um, lots of things for them to do and enjoy and just have fun as a family, be outside and, and kind of get to know what there is available to you in the area. Yeah. So the real question is, why would you not go? Because there's so much there to offer. Okay, so um, we're going to talk some more about some 4-H programs. We're going to talk a little bit more about extension things that are happening. Um, but we're going to take a little break before we do that. But you are listening to the Extension Hour right here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5 and 106.1 worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. We also, you know what, we have YouTube, we're on Facebook Live, but we're going to be right back. and community health programs provide science-based education designed to improve the overall health and wellness of individuals, families, and communities. Developed by experts and delivered locally. Topics include child and adult health, nutrition, child care, financial management, passenger and community safety, and building strong families. All encouraging lifelong health and well-being for every person, every family, and every community. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension. Helping Texans make their lives better. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936 647 37 Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org, because every life matters. This is Rick, TRC. Every Tuesday on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star, from 3 to 7, I play back-to-back -back classic rock hits. That's right. I like to call it a two for Tuesday, or a three for whatever it is you'd like. Call the request line, 936-647-3776 message me on Facebook, Afternoons with Lone Star, make a music request. That's right, you can do it. Here's what else. Go over to our website, IRLoneStar.com. Get the app on your phone. It's easy. You'll like it. Welcome back. This is the Extension Hour, all about Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. The things that we do, the people we know, the, the places we go, there's so much that we like to talk about. Um, just to let people know, because, you know, a lot of people, like, really have no idea what Extension does. So, uh, Justin, before you joined um, Extension, did you, did you know what it was? I did a you... previous background in Extension. I was a product of the 4-H system, so I joined 4-H when I was in third grade all the way through 12th grade. So, for 10 years, I was exposed to the 4-H programs and all the benefits that it has to offer. Yeah. So, what about you, Joe? How did you know about Extension before you? Or did I, you? <laughs> well, I attended Texas A&M, so um, that was probably one of my original exposures to Extension. I was a 4-H uh, member in college, and my kids have done a little bit of 4-Hing through the years before I became an, an employee of Extension. Yeah, so, as I actually had no idea what Extension was growing up. Um, I didn't know until they came to campus. Um, so I went to Texas Tech University, and, um, you know, Human Development Family Studies, they came to campus, they started talking about jobs as uh, Extension agents, and um, and at that time, it was, yeah, I'm, I'm giving away my age, but it was um, still called home economics when I first started, and then they changed it to family and consumer sciences, and now we're family and community health. But um, yeah, I had, I had no idea um, what it was, and so, um, but I just thought, you know, that sounds really cool. 
and uh, here I am more than 25 years later. So um, it is a good job. We do really good stuff. Um, and, you know, I've talked to, I've had other um, extension agents on the show before too. And um, we talk a lot, you know, it's kind of a, it ends up being kind of a way of life. It becomes like part of your, your lifestyle is um, being part of extension. And then a lot of the, the volunteers that we have, um, it's, you know, they, it's part of their lifestyle as well, because um, it really does affect and touch so much of people's lives. In fact, um, the tagline that we use now is um, helping Texans make their lives better. And that's really what it's, what it's all about. So we've got lots of great things that help Texans make their lives better. So our horticulture department is one of those. Um, so it's part of kind of agricultural natural resources, but horticulture, you know, all about um, plants and growing things. <laughs> and um, so one of the things, our Master Gardener Association, speaking of volunteers, there's like over 400 volunteers um, in the Master Gardener Association. And um, they are doing great outreach through a Saturday series of classes that they have. So every month on a Saturday, they have classes that are open to the public, anybody who's interested to come uh, participate in those classes. So their next one coming up is on March 9th. And they will be working on our, our teaching about vegetables. So there's two different sessions. There's one in the morning that is uh, 8 to 10. And then the other one is also in the morning, so 10.30 to 12.30. So they take a break. You can go to both. You can just go to one or the other, um, whatever your preference is. But the first one is called um, Honing In on Your Spring Vegetable Bounty. And then at, at 10.30, the second one will be the best ways to start your vegetables growing. Um, so, you know, that's one of the things, that we, well, of course, I love in family and community health. We talk about vegetables. Um, so, because uh, vegetables are awesome, so good for being healthy and all that good stuff. Um, so, the vegetables is what they'll be talking about on March 9th. And then, um, if you want to buy some plants so that you can start growing your own vegetable garden, the spring plant sale is coming up, and that's on March 23rd, um, which, of course, is a Saturday. They do a presentation at 8 a.m., and the sale is like 9 to 11 um, and speaking of loving vegetables, I got to talk about something else that we're doing in the woodlands tomorrow, actually, Justin. Um, the Chef Plate will be at the Children's, uh, the Woodlands Children's Museum. Um, they're having the fitness frenzy. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had talked with um, Carmen Ortega. She was our guest and was talking all about the fitness friendly, <laughs> fitness frenzy that we will be at. Um, and they'll have lots of other stuff happening uh, there at the Children's Museum as well. But Chef Plate is going to make um, an appearance at um, 10.30 and then another one at 11.30. So it's like um, Chef Plate and Professor... What is Clover. Your, Professor Clover. Um, so teaching kids all about my plate and healthy eating and how much we love vegetables. And it will be a fun time for sure. So um, if you're interested in learning more about that, like I said, before the break, we do have... Um, all of these shows are actually podcast. So, um, you know, if you can, if you think, oh, they talked about that a couple of weeks ago and I totally missed it, you can go back and listen. Um, of course, on Facebook, it's Facebook Live now, um, but then uh, it's still uh, loaded on Facebook. So you can go back and watch it on Facebook. And then, as I mentioned, we have a YouTube station. And I'm also, did you know you can subscribe to this on um, Apple Podcast? So Texas A&M, um, Montgomery County, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, you can um, find us. And then you never miss one of our um, awesome shows that we're doing here. Um, so... Uh, vegetables. We love vegetables. What else? Oh, but, okay, so vegetables, healthy living. It leads into some of those non-traditional 4-H projects because lots of times people think 4-H is cows, cows, cows and, and plows. plows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's way more than that. And so in your current position as urban youth development agent, that's kind of where your focus is. So not so much on the livestock, but more on the non-traditional um, projects. Right. And in 4-H, we always use the term project. And so folks out there understand what we're talking about when we say a forge project. That is anything a youth has an interest in. So there's a few things that, that we need to meet to actually make it a project. So the first thing is when kids have an interest in something and they want to make that interest a project, whether it be livestock or whether it be food and nutrition with vegetables or robotics or science, we need to have some type of goal. Forge um, is all about um, hands-on learning. Our slogan is learn by doing. Mm -hmm. So we want them to learn something in the process. So what is the goal of the project? So they have to come up with some goals for the year, whether it's learning how to feed that livestock, whether it's learning how to program the robot, how to take a better photography picture in, in low lighting. Any of those type of um, learning experiences are perfect goals for them. But also, we want them to grow in that project. So we ask that each project be six learning experiences that last anywhere between 
30 and 40 minutes. So if it is robotics, learning how to turn the robot on, the different parts of the robot could be a learning experience, coding the robot to go straight, uh, coding the robot to do sensors, light sensors could be another project. So there's tons of things out there. And each once you've complete those six experiences, we don't want you to stop with that one project. We want you to keep going with the project and um, come back the next year and begin to master that project. And it, hopefully by the time you're in high school, you are actually a leader in that project teaching our younger kids. Yeah, there's so much to 4-H more. You know, we, so we were talking about projects and project learning experiences, and it sounds, um, you know, it it, uh, it makes it makes total sense. But the you know the bigger picture of what happens in 4-H is some of those things that you just mentioned. So um, they're they're learning community service, they're learning leadership, they're learning to set their own goals, um, they're they're learning life skills. So it's um, sometimes in school there's not enough time to do all those kinds of things or. You know, whatever your class schedule, you can't get robotics in on your class schedule. But 4-H has kind of after school, out of out of school time um, opportunities for kids to do things. And then the other cool thing, I think, is that they have that chance to kind of show off what they've learned through contest. So 4-H is not all about contest. It's really much more about the learning experience. But um, applying that learning experience and um, testing that through a contest and, and kind of showing off what you learn, I think is another cool aspect of what they can do in 4-H. Right. So just like the schools have their, their in-school contests and they have district and state, 4-H is exactly the same. We have our county contest, which we call County Roundup. Then they can uh, participate in District Roundup, which will be May, um, I second, believe. Second through fourth. Second through fourth. That's a big event. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that goes on. In fact, we call it Big Time in D9. Big Time in D9. Because there's so much that happens. <laughs> yes. And then in the summertime for our seniors, we'll actually have our state competition there on the campus of Texas A&M University. But here in March is coming up. We have our county roundup, and we're going to have roughly about eight different contests that the kids have been working on through their projects, and we're actually going to test some of those skills um, for them to try out. And I just want to interrupt you for a second because um, there's lots of things that we do in, or we say in extension that makes total sense to us, right? So we, we use a lot of um, extensionese, I guess you would say. Um, sometimes we have our own language. And so I remember, you know, before talking about having no idea what, ex, uh, what extension was when I was um, growing up and in college. And um, it's kind of during the first uh, few years, I learned so much. But um, Roundup was one of those things that was really confusing. And I remember hearing a story about a, a new agent who, um, you know, his trainer agent told him, you need to show up for a Roundup. So he shows up, boots, hat, rope, ready to do a Roundup of animals, thinking that that's what it is. So it's one of the terms that we use, but it's really just it's a Roundup of contests. So there's lots of contests that happen all at once. And that's we just Roundup is what it's been called for, I don't know, yeah, maybe 100 years. Maybe extension has been around for 100 years. 4-H has been around for more than 100 years. But so, I mean, it has been called Roundup for a long time. But like I said, when, in, uh, we call it big time in D9. And D9 is for District 9 because we're all um, in districts. But um, it really is a, is a big time. And that's where a lot of contests happen together. Yep. So County Roundup is? Is going to be March the 19th from 3 to 7 p.m. at the uh, Extension Office here in Conroe, Texas. And 4-H members can bring their their project that they've been working on for that, that contest and um, present it in front of a panel of judges. So they're going to be working on public speaking and kind of get some um, feedback and some, some critiques so they can prepare for district. So a few of the contests that we actually have going on is educational presentation. So if you ever have a kid that loves to tell you how to do something mm -hmm. or likes showing others how to do anything, that's kind of our, that is their, their way of demonstrating something. So we have an educational presentation and that is, um, kids standing up in front of a panel of judges and describing how things are done or educating them on a different topic. And they can use either a PowerPoint or various props for that. Mm -hmm. We have another contest, which is exactly the same, but without props, it's called public speaking. So mm -hmm. they have a topic and they, they, um, they tell us about it for five to seven minutes. Right. So we, uh, I mentioned earlier life skills. I mean, in, in life, sometimes you have to talk in front of other people. And I think um, probably one of the greatest fears that a lot of people have is talking in front of other people. But this gives kids the experience to talk about something that they, they're interested in, that they love, that they know, that they've been practicing. Um, and then it, it makes uh, public speaking much less fearful for them yes. in the future. So I just to back up and tell a little bit of a story about a 4-H kid that I knew um, in one of the other counties that I worked in. The very first time she did a food show, she would not talk in the interview. Like, she was just terrified. Um, but, you know, kind of her mom kept encouraging her to, to do that. So she, she wouldn't talk. In fact, we were, like, debating, should she 
even really be in the contest. Maybe this is not for her. Maybe we need to give her a little bit more time. Her mom said, no, she's fine. Kept encouraging her to do that. She did a little bit better next year, a little bit better next year. And then she got to where, by the time she was a senior 4 her, she just had it down. She was able to um, really talk without, um, I mean, obviously thinking, but she was so eloquent and um, just very, very impressive. So um, it's just, that's one of the examples that come to my mind when I think about um, the importance of public speaking is, is just that, um, the, the, the transformation that can be made. So um, even the shy little kids can really come out of their shell when um, given the opportunity and the support, and that's kind of what 4-H is all about. So educational presentations, public speaking. Yeah, I'm just going to add to that definitely. Mm -hmm. that we, hear, we have a lot of um, stories just like that. I myself was that exact story when I first oh, joined yeah? Forge as a third grader. Were you shy, Justin? I was extremely what? shy. Mm -hmm. I went to my first Forge Club meeting and I sat right next to my mom and I did not move. I did not want to raise my hand for any votes. Mm -hmm. But by the time I was a senior, I was actually um, running the meetings as the club president. So we, we often see that transformation in our kids that come in as shy, um, quiet kids. And by the time they're through because of Forge, we do push them out of their comfort zone a little bit and um, teach them those, those public speaking skills, they become leaders within the club and are ready to go out into the next chapter of life, into college, and they're well prepared for that. Right. And and besides that, it's fun. And like you mentioned before, it's things that they're interested in. Right. right so um, you said eight different contests probably at County Roundup. What else do we have going on? Eight different contests. So we have... Um, if you like eating, we have a contest called Food Show. Who does not like eating? So we have categories <laughs> such as main dish, breads and cereals, which is going to be your grains and your breads. And then we have fruits and vegetables, and we have healthy snacks. So you prepare a dish at home, and you'll bring it, and you present to the judges all about the recipe you use to make the dish, your, um, um, your process for making it, the, uh, what it costs, and how it relates to my plate and the nutritional value of it. And if you, um, the other thing we have is if you like shopping, we have a contest called Consumer Decision Making, which is you have a class of four products, similar products, and you'll be given a scenario. And the scenario might have, um, will tell you what they're looking for in their budget, and you'll have to place those items um, in order from one to four based on that given scenario. So you're right. And that we're talking about life skills. I mean, you're going to have to eat the rest of your life. You're going to have to shop the rest of your life. Um, fashion show is another one that happens. you got to wear clothes the rest right, of your life. So show. you might as well learn to do those things well. Okay, so there's um, uh, there's also a lot more that we're going to talk about. Um, we've got Justin and Joe with us today. I'm talking about 4-H programs, but we're also going to uh, other extension things that are going on. But again, we got to take another little break. Um, but you are listening to the Extension Hour, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, where we talk all about our people, our programs, and our partnerships. And we will be back right after this. You're going to need me. You're going to need us. All of us. You're going to need our help with your water, your air, your food. You're going to need our determination, our compassion. You're going to need the next generation of leaders to face the challenges the future will bring. And we promise we'll be there when you need us. Today, 4-H is growing the next generation of leaders. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez. 
president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Here we are again with Justin and Joe, the new kids on the block at the extension office. Uh, we've been talking about uh, some of the things that you can do in uh, 4-H. We talked about also the Woodlands. Tell me again how it said Woodlands Wildlife Expo. Am I saying that correctly? Texas yes. Wildlife and Woodlands Expo. Texas Wildlife and Woodlands Expo. And that is March 2nd in uh, the Woodlands at the Lone Star College campus, Montgomery campus, which is in the Woodlands, not in Montgomery. Um, and then we're talking about uh, County Roundup, which is another thing that's happening. And so with County Roundup, that's one of those things that, um, so it, it's it's kind of, it's more like a practice than a contest. So no one really gets eliminated. It's just uh, it gives kids that um, opportunity to really practice what they're doing. So this is what they're going to do when they go to District Roundup. Um, so someone might be thinking, oh, I, you know, I'm kind of interested in 4-H, but it, you know, makes me a little nervous. Actually, they could come to County Roundup and kind of see what's um kind of what it's like, talk to 4-H'ers that are there, because most 4-H'ers are not shy, not shy about talking about their projects and, and what they do. And then, um, Joe, you were also mentioning there's going to be some, like, examples or demonstrations set up. Some of the contests that kids will be able to compete in later are going to, instead of being, sit and go through the contest, what they'll have is a sampling of that type of activity set up in the room so that the kids can kind of, they don't have to already be participating in that. They can they can see what else is out there, what they are missing, what they might want to participate in next time around. Yeah. So that kind of gives them the opportunity to just see, kind of get their feet wet um, without necessarily committing to it. Yeah. So um, that that is on March 19th. You said five to seven, three to seven. Three to, what, seven. Three, three three to seven. seven. So um, lots of things going on that day um, at the extension office, so at 9020 Airport Road. But if you have questions and you want to talk about uh, County Roundup or any of the other things that we're talking about, you could call Justin or Joe or Jennifer, or Michelle, or any of us, but, um, and then also a Facebook page, right? Montgomery County 4-H has a great Facebook page. Yes. Justin's been working a lot on that, doing some really cool stuff um, with it. So that's, um, it's Montgomery County 4-H on Facebook, right? Yes, ma'am. So one cool thing about Facebook, since we're on it, just mm -hmm. to kind of mention it, we actually do a monthly photography showcase. So every month we have a themed contest that kids can actually upload a photo to our contest. This, uh, in January, we had plants and floral, and coming up in March, we're going to have elements of design, so where they have to use graphic elements of design in photos such as lines, shapes, and uh, textures. And those photos are actually taken from the Texas Forge Photography Guide. So there he is. If they can, if they um, compete in all of these um, monthly showcases, they'll have mm -hmm. a photo they can submit to our Big Time and D9 uh, district contest. So because photography is another project that maybe people don't think about in 4-H, but it's definitely um, a great project. And it relate, it can relate to other projects as well. But um, kids that like to take pictures, we've got we've got an opportunity for you. And this is it's so much easier now with our, our cell phones that we have now because they have a lot. Yeah. Of, they, they have really great cameras versus, you know, 10, 15 years ago where you actually had to carry a camera with you because you never knew when you're going to have that perfect picture. So you always wanted to have a, pic, a camera by side, but now it's in your pocket, so tons a lot easier. Sure, and like you were talking about too with that those project um, activities. So anybody has a camera, you know, you have a camera in your pocket, right? Or you know, mom's pocket. You can just grab it and take a picture. But part of the learning experiences is, you know, what makes a good picture and what um, makes, uh, you know, what the rule of thirds and the color and the, the so many things that you can learn more about photography besides just snapping pictures. Right. Um, so with the photography roundup we've been talking about, you can come. Uh, 4-H is open to anybody that's interested. So there is a, a membership fee. There is a registration process. Um, we do like for people to participate in a club. Um, there's like what, over 21 clubs in uh, Montgomery County, over 1,000 members? Yep, we have close to probably it's about 30 different clubs here in Montgomery County, and they range from um, our community clubs that are made up of kids from different backgrounds and different project backgrounds to more specific project clubs such as shooting sports, dog, and horsemanship. So that means there's a lot of support for any of the projects that, that you're doing. That's one of the great things about clubs is that it does provide um, support because you're not out there on your own. And then having like almost 30 clubs, you've got, you know, not every club is for everybody. 4-H is for everybody, but you kind of have to find the fit um, that you need for a club. So um, 
there's there's a lot of different types of club that you can find a place to really plug in and, and fit in. Okay, so after they go to county roundup, then they can go to district roundup, and that's what we call big time in D9, um, and that we're fortunate to host that for our district. So there's 19 counties in District 9, um, and we host it here in Montgomery County, again, at Lone Star College, Montgomery, which is in the Woodlands, and we um, that's where all the contests happen. So May 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Actually, on the 2nd, we end up being at the convention center, the Lone Star Convention Center in Conroe, and then uh, that Friday and Saturday, we go over to the campus um, because it makes a really good setup to have those um, those uh, big time in D9 contest. So, and have you ever counted up all the number of contests that we have going over that weekend? We There's have roughly also, about, I think, 18 or so different contests, 18. and we'll have about five, over 500 kids register and over 1,000 entries yeah. in those three days. So they come from, like you said, all over the district, the 19-county area that um, goes all the way up to College Station and Giddings, um, over to um, Orange County, down to Beaumont, to Brazoria County. I'm trying to think how. Galveston, yeah, Rosenberg. Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a pretty large area, and they all come to Conroe, which is cool, and that makes it uh, convenient too for us and our kids. Uh, we like that. So district contest is um, very similar to the county contest, except it really is a contest. We do first, second, third, fourth, fifth place for all of those. Um, another thing I want to mention is that we probably we need volunteers to put that on because you mentioned over 500 kids participating, so many contests. So um, we need people to kind of help us out with that. And volunteering is um, it's super easy. I personally enjoy it when I uh, am a vol- I'm a judge mm-hmm. for the contest because I especially love the juniors, um, especially like for like public speaking because they're going to give their little spiel on their project and it's always just fun to hear their take on what they've come up with and then you you ask them questions and you can. Um, give them some feedback on how they presented. But the juniors are always the funnest, uh, I think, for me, is those little kids. But also... The juniors are third, fourth, and fifth graders. Juniors are third, fourth, and mm-hmm. fifth graders. Thank you for that, Amy. Sure. Um, and we have intermediates, which we, would, would be sixth and eighth. And then our seniors are going to be our high school students, ninth through twelfth grade. So the senior 4-H members, the ninth through twelfth grade, they get to go, if they do well at district, if they place first or second at district, then they can go to the state roundup, which is a big deal. Yes, that's going to be July... I want to say the 11th through the 14th or June, so. That, June, 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 yep. thank you. <laughs> June. June. <laughs> yes, June. That second week of June will be in College Station. So all of Texas will descend to College Station for that one week. Yeah, so that's 4-H members from all over the state come. So that really is a, a very, very big deal. Um, okay, so State County Roundup. The, so the, And we talked about um, those are things that maybe that are different than the cows, sows, and plows, different than the stock shows. Um, so it's kind of what we call non-traditional 4-H projects. But um, besides that, we also have curriculum enrichment. And that's kind of Joe's wheelhouse, right? Yes, ma'am. So it's not new to us, but we are changing here in county a little bit about what we offer. Mm-hmm. Um, we've always had this being being part of not just the Texas A&M system, but extension links to nationwide all of those land-grant universities. So we have a wealth of curriculum that has been written up over many, many years um, available. And we have in the past basically just said, teachers, if you're interested, let us know and we'll make it available to you. And now we're actually going to be a little bit more active, take a more active role, take some of these things to them. Um, We're going to be doing in-classroom presentations. We're going to be doing some teacher workshops. Um, We're going to be giving science kits, allowing teachers to check those out and, and make use of them in the classroom. So curriculum enrichment is really about helping the teachers do, do their jobs better. I mean, exactly. teachers have, they a have a very, tough job, lots, tough. lots to do. Um, so there's curriculum that's, uh, they're written so that it helps teachers so that it's kind of a, a, an interesting area. Um, but most of them are also written so that they um, reach the teaks. Has to be teaks aligned. Yes, ma'am. So but, that's the kind of what I've been working on since I've been in the office is making sure that the stuff that we're going to be actually taking to them and offering to them and highlighting at this point are m- meeting the rewritten teaks. Um, it is one of those things that we think we have everything straight and then they'll go back and, and change and swap and they're talking already about when they're going to rewrite them again, but yes, ma'am. Um, and to make sure that we're helping teachers, we have to make sure that they're able to meet with the district says they can have in their classroom. Yeah. So in the the, the kind of the ways that we help teachers, so uh, providing the curriculum, providing training on that, either helping them do it, or in some cases, it's actually um, you guys or volunteers um, helping physically going in and yes, teaching some of those classes. Yes, and that's uh, what we haven't done well. an awful lot of in the past. We've had our junior master gardener 
volunteers that have been able to go and do some on-site presentations, but now um, that is one of the things that I'm tasked with is, and one of the things that I'm excited to offer is actually going into the classrooms with some of the things that teachers themselves have told me, hey, I really need help with, I struggle every year with teaching this particular topic, and how can you make this not just a learning experience, but hands-on, again, learn by doing as opposed mm. to just learn by listening. Right. Okay, so before we go to another break, tell us a little bit, uh, a few of the titles that are offered. Okay, so as far as in-classroom, I'm offering life cycles presentations, and that could be plants, insects, or animals, um, pollination lesson, insect mouth parts, and that just kind of relates back to, <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds funny, but it's one of the things that they have to learn in science is, hey, you know, how do you describe this particular thing, but also... Why is it important that this insect has this type of mouth? Well, because it eats this certain thing. Mm -hmm. um, then there's also habitats and simple food chains. And then there's one that's going to be food webs and adaptations. Okay, so lots and lots of things that can um, help. And then uh, is that focused at a certain grade level? Right now, mostly I'm focused on K through 5, which doesn't sound so limiting, but actually when you consider what they're required to teach kindergartners and then they're required to teach fifth graders, mm -hmm. that's actually still a very broad range of information. Sure, sure. So there are a lot of, um, uh, there's some other curricular too. So those ones that you uh, just mentioned sound a lot like related to natural resources. Bugs. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking natural bugs. resources. Um, <laughs> it's, it's one of the things that for whatever reason, um, teachers tend to ask for help with is their natural resource. And they, they maybe have been teaching something one way for a really long time, mm -hmm. um, or it's something that they've been newly tasked with and they just want help with. So there's a few other things that we also want to mention about um, the things that 4-H can offer. I mean, in fact, we could probably do two or three shows on it. But again, we're going to have to take another little break, but we're going to be back and we'll talk more about 4-H things and a few other things that are, are coming up. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Life Extension Service is all about extending knowledge and providing solutions. We do that by using science-based information to create high-quality and relevant education for the people of Texas. More importantly, this outstanding education is delivered locally, right here in our county. We encourage lasting and effective change that helps our communities and our county thrive. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. So many things going on in 4-H, lots of great um, opportunities. We're talking about some of the things that are um, offered in uh, for 4-H clubs specifically, but then also there's a lot of things that um, you don't necessarily have to be in 4-H to um, participate in. Um, before we do that, I want to mention really quickly some things that we do in family community health that are available for um, families. Um, whether they're in 4-H or not. So we, we actually do cooking classes. So we talked about, uh, you know, you have to eat the rest of your life. So you might as well learn to um, prepare food um, quickly, easily, nutritiously, all those good things. So we have some mobile cooking schools that we offer. Also, I do food handler courses um, to help people get their um, food handler cards. So, and then the other healthy living thing that we do is um, walk across Texas. And that actually starts April 1st. Um, and then tomorrow at the, the Woodlands Children's Museum, Chef Plate will be there talking about nutrition. So don't forget about that. Um, and then before I forget, next week we're going to have YMCA with us, and they're going to talk about some of the things that are going on at the YMCA in Conroe. Um, but this, this show is like, it's the Joe and Justin show, the 4-H the fanatics, the Clover Connection. I'll, uh, <laughs> I could go on, but you know that I get a little um, goofy. So I'm going to stop. But uh, <laughs> 
Curriculum enrichment. Joe's got a lot of things offering. There's a couple more things you wanted to mention. Yes, ma'am. So in addition to those in-classroom presentations and kind of really connecting, um, we're also at offering Hatch in the Classroom, which is um, we're loaning out incubators so that they're tasked anyways with doing life cycles. And so what, what could be better than actually witnessing that happen in your classroom and in live in real time? It's not even buffered by the computer. So we are um, checking out loaner incubators to these teachers so that they can have that experience in classroom. We're going to deliver those and make sure that they understand all of the ins and outs of um, being successful with getting eggs in and getting them through their 21 days worth of incubation and um, chickens out the other side. So um, we have a few more available for a March 18th through April the 12th window, and then we definitely have some available for April 22nd through May the 17th. And if teachers sign up for that, not only do they get the incubator, but we're going to provide them some additional lessons to use with that as well. Great. So there's so much more to 4-H than just the animal stuff. All right. So a couple other things we wanted to mention. Yes, ma'am. So we also have in office some 4-H science kits. So every year there's actually one day where it's meant to sort of be a national science experiment. And then they will make that kit available so that it can be purchased. And we have purchased those um, every year for quite a while now. So we have a compilation of those in the office. And instead of just sitting on those kits, we're making them available for teachers to use, to check out, and to have available for use with their own students, whether that's an after-school program or um, in classroom during the day. And there are, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different kits that we have available in office um, that come with all the things that kids need to do for things like um, constructing a wind turbine or for doing an experiment with a toy car to explore the physics of collisions and the consequences of distracted driving, which we'd all like for everyone to learn a little bit more about. Um, to coding your world is the most recent one. So that is um, a way for, again, we don't have to be reaching 4-H kids only with these things. It's a way to kind of broaden our reach. Right. Then that's coding, computer coding. Yes, so that, you know, that the, f the future is with uh, computers. So kids learning how to do that is, is awesome. Okay. What else? So we actually, a big part of 4-H is community service and some of our Forge members in our clubs have put together a great event called the Forge Special Angels Rodeo. It's going to be March 10th from 2 to 4.30 at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds Equestrian Center. So that's going to be a day filled with lots of rodeo fun and adaptive events prepared for special needs angels, all school-aged special, um, special needs angels and their families are invited to participate. So this is for kids who are in those life skill classes. Um, it's going to be uh, a day full of carnival games. They're going to have fun jumps. They're going to have a stick horse rodeo, petting zoo. They're going to have adapted roping events, adapted saddle bronc riding, adapted bull riding, adapted bucking barrel, and they're going to have a hay ride. They're going to have candy, snacks, water, can uh, cotton candy, and popcorn. So the way the event works is we're going to have a forager kind of paired with one of those um, special, need special needs angels, and they're going to be their buddy for the day, and they're going to go through these different events and help them out while our 4-H members actually run the event. Okay, someone has a special needs child and wants them to participate in that. How do they do that? They can give us a call at the Extension Office at 936-539-7823, extension 3. Um, anyone of us in the office can give you more information. Or if you're looking to become a sponsor, you can also call us. Again, that event is going to be March the 10th from 2 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. at the Montgomery County Fairs grounds. Okay. And then if someone wants to volunteer to help with that, because I know I mentioned next week YMCA is going to be uh, on the radio, but that's one of the things that some of their board members and some of their staff members are going to be out there volunteering. Again, they can call the extension office, and um, we can get them connected with um, volunteering. Yes, ma'am. All right. Awesome. So many things to do. What else you got? So some of the things we do in 4-H, we think about the non-traditional um, Projects. And one of the big and upcoming non-traditional projects is definitely going to be STEM, our STEM projects. Okay, STEM is? STEM is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So we actually have projects and all that. One of the, our most prominent and most visual, visible one is going to be the robotics project where kids actually have a Lego Mindstorm EV3 kit and actually program to do various tasks. And so we just had our county... Um, contest back in July, January. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we're now we're getting ready for, we'll have a, we'll have four teams going to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo to compete there. We had a team compete at the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo um, last week. 
So right now we're in the middle of uh, competition season. So there really are so many things that you can do in a, in 4-H. And then, as we mentioned, out of 4-H as well, there's um, a few things that you wanted to mention that are not specific to just uh, 4-H members. Um, for instance, we were talking about the, the fair and Kids Day um, is a day that uh, is open for anybody, uh, pre-K through fourth grade, to come on out to the fair. And there's special events going on just for kids, so it's a great field trip day. Chef Plate will be out there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, th there'll be other things happening. Yeah. For the kids fair, we're definitely going to have our um, our extension tent there with hands-on activities. The the master gardeners will be on hand um, with their junior master gardener activities. They're going to be doing parts of a plant, so kids can actually learn the different various parts of a plant as they go through our booth and yeah. our tent. So come yeah. out and see us and say hi. It's actually two two days, even though it's oh, yeah. it's labeled Kids Day. It's actually taking place on April the first and the second. And people are able to register for that um, through the fair's website. Okay, so and they, they, yeah, they can come out either day. They can choose the day. Correct. Um, and then you also, a Kids Fest is another thing coming up that will be out there. You guys are doing the Discovery Village. We also have the Health Village. There's the Safety Village. Um, several other villages, but those are the ones that we coordinate through Extension. Um, and that is April 27th in downtown Conroe. Um, and then you guys are going to actually be at the library doing some stuff too, right? The different libraries. So this summer, we actually have two dates so far that we're going to be at various libraries. Um, one of the first events is going to be on July 10th at the Stewart West Branch Library in Montgomery. We're going to be doing our EcoBots. So there's an oil spill in, um, on the beach, and so we have to build a robot that's going to be able to clean up that oil spill. We're going to be using batteries, um, a small motor, and a toothbrush. So we're going to make nice. bristle bots. <laughs> they're, they're pretty fun to watch. And then we're on July 20. Fourth, we're going to be at the Tullus Branch Library in New Caney, and we're doing our Rockets to the Rescue. So kids are actually going to have to build a rocket out of card um, construction paper, and we're going to actually launch them using a PVC pipe and a two-liter bottle, and they're going to have a target that they're going to have to hit and deliver a payload to oh, that wow. specific target. So it's going to be tons of fun. Yeah. So, and for those, you would register with the libraries. Um, so you need to contact them directly. Or if your local library is not offering it, you can um, call and ask them to call us or you can call us. <laughs> um, we can offer that um, because we do want those um, to be available. So great summertime activities for kids. And you know what? We could we could probably uh, talk a lot more. I'm, I'm looking at this list of things, and I think that we've barely just um, scratched the surface. But we've talked about uh, Roundup. We've talked about um, STEM. We've talked about curriculum enrichment. Um, and those sounds like just a couple little things. And Dick is telling me to wrap it up. So I just, uh, it's, uh, you know, but I get excited about the things that I want to talk about. So many things happening. You're listening to the Extension Hour. We'll be back next week. We'll talk about more things that are happening. Um, we'll have YMCA with us. And then um, we'll have Joe and Justin back to talk about some more things in the future. Um, but be sure and turn, tune in every Friday, 1 to 2, right here on Lone Star Radio. Oh, 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 oh,